You tired? Yeah, a little bit tired. Slightly hungover. Slightly hungover, Jim, yeah? Yeah, that's what the booze does, yeah. Yeah, well, but what a night it was, eh? Yeah. Welcome to the Rugby Report Card for another week. You're here with uh, myself, Blake, James. How are you? And uh, Richard. I couldn't make it, and, you know, our sympathies go to him. Yeah. Unfortunately, not available this week, but no. you're here with the two of us to um, discuss, break down, yarn about a incredible weekend of rugby. Huge. Massive. Massive, massive, massive. And largely we're talking about Ireland beating the All Blacks. Yeah, Australia was underwhelming. But that was just fucking, that's got to be the top, top that, of the chair. Oh, mate. Top of the ticket? We start from there? Top of the ticket? Or do you want to... Yeah, I think so. I think this is an international podcast. Yeah. We, we, we owe no allegiance to a fledgling Australian side. Yeah, they don't, we don't fucking owe them anything. We owe Jack them nothing. Shit. Nothing. Anything, they owe us something. Um, so, Jim, Ireland v All Blacks. It's just so good to see, man. It's just rugby needed. I don't know how badly they need it, but it, it serves so many purposes, Ireland winning. It, it sets up a great World Cup. The giant has been. Well, Steve Hansen's come out today and said Ireland's are the favourite to win the World Cup now. Well, of know. course. I don't know why I put a plural on Ireland then, but they're the favourites to win the World Cup. De- definitely. But that was always now they're, now they're number one in the they're world. definitely not. No, I know that. You think, you think the Aviva Stadium or whatever, the home ground was fucking huge advantage. The fact when Johnny Sexton goes to kick, man... Everyone stops shitting, pissing, drinking, talking. Everything, everything they stops. They put the Guinness down. They, they do. Yeah. And then they pick it back up again when it goes over. That atmosphere was incredible. Incredible. Because we watched it. I would have fucking loved to be there. That would yeah. have been so cool. Yeah, it would have been incredible. Um, what do you think makes Ireland so good? I've got a few thoughts. I, I reckon they have been training the model that they are playing for a very, very long time. And now they are executing it. Yeah, and I think that so, model is... So definitely not an overnight success. No, but that model is so clear in the, in the modern game, which is just hold the ball. They don't panic. The continuity of possession, the amount of times they got over six phases, it's almost every single time they touch the ball. And then when they don't do that, and what's so impressive about that continuity is, one, the handling, so the skill, two, the fitness, and then three, the composure. So even when two or three of the phases go backwards... That's all right. Just reset and go again. Mm. Um, they get quick ball because their back row does so much work. They've mm. got tons of forwards who are willing to truck it up. They've got Arky at 12 who'll truck it up. And then they've got Sexton who, after six or seven or eight or nine or 10 or 11 or 12 phases and raids on the attacking line, he'll find space. Um, that continuity of possession, which requires composure, fitness, and skill, is through the roof. And then when that's not winning, or when you think you've got them worked out, you day out for that, mm-hmm. that's when they'll kick it. But every single time they kick it, it's contestable. So they're keeping themselves in the game. Every box kick, every Gary Owen Sexton puts up, they're a chance of winning it. So that's like, I, I don't know, I'd liken them to an MMA fighter that's just on you. Just you never breathe. So every time they have the ball, they're raiding. Every time they kick, they're contesting. Mm. And then in defense, they've got Omani who goes so hard at the ball. And then everyone else, the line speed. And then to complement that, set piece. Here's a team with up there with... Uh, Devon's up there with the best lock in the world now. He's rivaling Retallick after the last few performances. And then the fucking scrum. Yeah. 
It's real like it's a good operation that they've got going. They don't look like they're gonna cut a team to shreds like the All Blacks do. It's just attrition. But it's fucking attrition. I don't know how they got that fit. And I don't know how they hold the ball so well. Through moulding the model. Moulding the model, mate. That's how. But Devon, I agree, was fucking standout. Omani, standout. They just nailed it. What, the, 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 because you hold the ball for so long, though, you make it impossible for defensive structures to stay put. They just yeah. naturally get sucked and, and in. And that's when Sexton makes his move. Once there's some and he, props and some second rowers out of position, that's when, all right, well, let's do a cheeky little wraparound here. And the other thing they do, um, and this is Australian focus, it's the antithesis of us, is they play flat. Yeah. Sexton's got, got the balls to stand one or two metres from the defensive line. And when you stand deep, you encourage very quick line speed and it's going to work and you're 15 metres behind the ad line. But if you're deep... You can slowly chip away at that line speed, and they you end up shallow. waiting for you. Oh, yeah, if you're shallow, you, they end up waiting for you. Yeah. If you take a forward or coming, they go, like, oh, they're, they're just in front of us, let's stay put. Yeah. Which makes it easier to make the advantage line. That's one thing I noticed. They started strong on the line speed, the All Blacks, but eventually ended up just waiting for them. And that's probably where you want to chip them away to in the 30th, 60th, 70th minute. And I think what's most impressive is just the execution. Because you saw the one or two times they did fuck up, they did drop it or get turned over. All Blacks almost scored every time. Mm, mm. And you know what? On another day, the All Blacks finish those and but, win this game. And you talked about composure, but how's the chilled sort of, oh, sorry, boys, when Stockdale got his kick charged down? It was just not a deal, mate. It was just on to the next thing. Yeah. Which I'm sure is a mantra in every professional team. But how good was Stockdale? But again, and I don't want to just keep drawing analogies to Australia, but we look like we're trying to score off every play. Too much pressure on us, man. Looking for some shit offload, looking for like every run. If you don't break the line, it's a disaster, so we better kick it because that was a disaster. We didn't break the line. Just that composure. It's too manic. We're way too manic. Yeah, just that composure to not drop it, not break the line, reset. But the trap that we probably found ourselves reset. in is when you play manic, you do have successes with it, and those successes justify you keep trying to get better when it's just... You're going to get as many losses as you do wins with it. Yeah. Like, it's not a consistent formula. It's chaotic. Um, how about for New Zealand? Just a, an odd day at the office? No, nah, they'll, ba- they'll bounce back. They'll bounce back. They, they haven't played this team in a while. They didn't, you know, as much as they'd seen tapes and seen how they played, they never knew what kind of position they'd find themselves in. But they will sit down and come up with a strategy. They just definitely It will. made me think that... Um... I mean, the Lions drew that New Zealand series. They definitely didn't. But they, they did on the books. They drew that New Zealand series. It made me wonder. They definitely if, didn't, but on the books. Yeah, on the books. Yeah. It made me wonder, though, if they played this Irish-style game rather than the Gary Owen-style game that they went for, um, I wonder if they could have really... This seems to be the blueprint. Just starve the All Blacks of the ball, um, get your set-piece fu- functioning, and then just... Go. There's only one team in the world who can do that right now, and you could probably argue two with England because they only scored what nine or twelve points. Yeah, but that was pissing down wet. I think that was more of an anomaly because of the weather conditions. Um, If you're an All Black fan, though, are you worried? You can't be. You can't be worried. It's one game. You know what I'm worried about? It's one game on the road on the other side of the planet. Yeah, but the loss to South Africa, they only beat England by a point. 
They were trailing Argentina at a half in one game. Yeah. We were on them for one game. Like, they don't, they're not looking the, the invincible side they were maybe two years ago. But we've had undertones of they're not that great this year. This is what I'm saying. To... So are you worried if you're an All Black fan? I'll tell you where I'd be worried is I don't think they know who their best 15 is anymore. Certainly in the back line. Mm. Like, I think um, Aaron Smith is a fucking god, but he's not playing like it. Perinara is probably playing better at the moment. Then you go to 10, Barrett's probably the best player in the world, but he's playing better at 15 at the minute. He looks heaps better out wide. Um, and then so is Mawanga the 10? I don't know the answer to that. At 12, they seem to prefer Sonny Bill, but he's never there and on the park. Mm. So who's your best 12? Who are you picking if everyone's fit? Um, at 13, they seem to be really, really big on Goodhue or Leonard Brown. I think they're both good i don't know if they're both world class um the backs yeah they've got the best five full backs to pick from in the world but who is it is it ben smith is it mckenzie is it bowden barrett is it geordie barrett who, who is the best 15 i mean there's a good problems to have but a year out from a world cup i don't i don't, I don't know who their best side is i think the forwards are are a little more settled um, but the front row got pumped. But who wouldn't against that island scrum? They got pumped in the first half. Yeah. In the second half, it came back a bit. Yeah, but that was when the Irish boys came off. Tyke yeah. Furlong and, and Old Mater just that bloody good. Um, I don't know. The yeah, you're right. And on any other day, object, you know? New Zealand, Kieran Reid doesn't drop that. One or two of the other line breaks, they don't drop it. Um, Omani doesn't do that fucking ridiculous slips catch. And yeah. all of a sudden... Yeah. Pressure's New Zealand off. win by 10, the pressure's off, Ioane scores another ripping try, they win by 17, it's a non-event. Um, I'm still backing New Zealand if they were to play each other at a neutral stadium mm. or if they were to play in NZ. Do you um, ever, fuck me, well done, Ireland. You ever think that, and this is getting bezo, but you ever think that Ireland winning this game makes them winning the next one twice as hard or twice the feet, twice the size? Just because... Because nah, I reckon that win in 2016 in America set them up for this win. The All Blacks aren't gods. They can be beaten. I reckon it does the opposite. I reckon it takes them off the mantle. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, good footy wins. I just think the next time they, they square off against them, the, 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 the bear has been poked. Yeah, but so be it. You've got to poke that bear. It's the only way to stop seeing it as a bear. Mm. And I want to start giggling instead of roaring. You know, you got a teddy bear. So you're tickling a bear. Yeah, just tickling the bear. Um, I guess a poke's a form of a tickle, in it? Fuck, good game, Bart. Good atmosphere. What a cracking game for one try. And how good of a try was it? Back across the line out. Fucking sick. Stockdale's a superstar, man. Stockdale is a superstar. Um, awesome. Awesome game. Really good at kicking, chipping, big at full pace, man. Like, there's no way I could run at full pace and put on a pinpoint kick. Just pinpoint, mate. Hit a pinhead with a kick. Incredible. Yeah, they're um, a good team. They're a good squad, man. They're a very good squad. And how nice is it that international rugby has shelved cards? You're welcome. I imagine it's because they listen to this podcast. Yeah, it's got to be. But just think about that challenge. Oh, it's got CA, man. It's a fucking joke. We'll get to that, but we're still in the Island All Black game. You know when Carney went up? There's a card in the England smoke. game, too. It'd be a red card a year ago. Mm. We'd have been a red card, mm. for sure. Well, it did happen, didn't it? In the fucking... Oh, it's different. There's yellow, heaps of yellows in the Lion series. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's all gone yellow. now. Like, that, just you're allowed to contest a eyeball. It's actually part of the game. Um, 
both teams kept a full complement of 15 on for the whole game. You a bit let the bodies fall where they may. When it comes I just to want to watch ball. the two best teams play rugby and not one of them have a one-man advantage. What? And I got to see it, so well done, World Rugby. Yeah, Wayne Barnes killed it. Yeah, I thought he had a, I thought he had a really, really good game. Because um, there's a lot of criticism on New Zealand and getting the rub of the green. I think maybe they slightly... Fuck, didn't the commentators didn't... allude to that 100 million times? Yeah, but those Irish commentators was, couldn't have been more biased, mate. They were so pumped. They were pumped. How could you not they be? They couldn't have been more biased. No, I didn't mind it as a one-off. Um, awesome game. Sets up the World Cup to be really, really exciting. I think you're deluded if you don't think New Zealand are still favourites. Mm. Um, they're still the best side in the world, but fuck, well done, Ireland. You are... You are very much there. You are very much in that conversation. And they're consistent. I just don't... I'd love to know their fitness routine. Well, how is it any different to every other fucking team? They just didn't look tired. They just didn't look tired. He's got to push. They just, like... uh, I don't know. They were just so pumped as well. It was just so easy to get behind him. It was incredible. Uh, Home home ground gives you a third lung, but... A third lung? You reckon? Yeah, it could. I'm not opposed. <laughs> Definitely gives you a third lung. Um, yeah, they fucked me in my multi, though. I picked every other game. And then the uh, the Irish getting it done. I was happy. I was going for Ireland. Always happy to see the All Blacks lose. Sorry, Kiwi fans. You just win everything. Yeah. Let us yeah. have this. Yeah. You know, we can't beat you. You so definitely... Let, let us enjoy someone else beating you. Just a bit rattled. A bit rattled. They were trying things they probably wouldn't usually try. Scoreboard pressure is an incredible thing. Like it's it's makes such a difference. If New Zealand were just not if it was nine six their way, yeah, different. And, and Ireland are playing from behind. It scoreboard pressure is huge in rugby. Underestimated, um, very much so. And that's why you see the teams that have won the World Cups. They've always had phenomenal goal kickers. Mm. Just the slow chip. Yeah, like you just get up, and then the scoreboard pressures on the other team to get in and out from it, and yeah. then they start overcompensating or panicking. Um, and Ireland's defence. That's that's where the spades are. In spades, just top class. I fucking couldn't have cracked it with an iron iron. Yeah. Yeah. They're just always there, always working. Not many bodies on the ground. No one's taken a day off. Yeah. And then the big difference is, at that level, teams that even, you dominate one aspect of the set piece... You, you're a chance of winning the game. Mm. And their scrum dominance, just huge... Like, it doesn't matter how good you are around the park, those set-piece moments just change the dynamic, the tempo of the game, and, and Ireland were able to come out on top. I haven't seen anyone do that to New Zealand for a long time. For the full 80, too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Just an incredible game of rugby. Good for the neutral, good for world rugby, but I think you're right. You have poked the bear. New Zealand come back stronger. But I reckon New Zealand have got to start deciding what, what their best set looks like. They've got time. I feel yeah. like they have time. Yeah. Well, they've got depth, don't they? They've got depth for days. Whereas I don't know if Ireland do, but you know exactly who their best 15 are. Yeah. Leading into the last few World Cups, it was decisively New Zealand. This one seems the most spread. And by spread, I mean there's only one team. And I'm ex- that's why I'm excited New Zealand lost, though, because I think all the other games are so close. You know what I mean? Like when Ireland play Australia, yes, they smash us down here. We still beat him in a game. Like it's still a contest. Mm, mm. When South, South Africa, Africa and Australia play, it's still a contest. Like it's it's just getting New Zealand back to earth and that's yeah. why them losing a game makes it feel a bit more real. Yeah, yeah. And to see some of their elites actually play quite poorly, so like very Rotelic, I didn't think it was too crash. 
Yeah, he he had an average game, didn't he? The front row got trounced. Trounced. Um, Kieran Reid, you don't want to say it too loudly, but hasn't been playing that well. Well, you can't take a whole super season off, man. And just perform at your peak. Adi Savi is playing well. Mm. He's a monster. Off his feet, but maybe a couple of minutes too much. Or just on the ground a lot. No, just heaps tired off on oh, his feet. Oh, right. There's a big frame to be thrown around the park mm. and flanker. I always think that. But, yeah, it's awesome. So And how good's Ben Smith, by the way? He's just one of those guys who doesn't seem to age. No, nah, no. Nah. Like, you look at other blokes like Flau and you're like, well, his game's changing from being a really fast bloke. Ben Smith looks quicker than ever. Yeah, yeah. I can't work that out. the fuck's he on? Um, should we kick to the Wallabies? Yeah. What a what a total um, different perspective. Just not a lot of atmosphere. Fairly slowish game. Um, the crowd were behind Italy, but I yeah, felt like yeah. they wanted it. Um, there's plenty of positives to take out from, from the Wallaby performance, but for me, there isn't that many. I don't think there's Other much. than the score. Like, we still were playing 20 metres behind the ad line. We still dropped a lot of ball. We still had a lot of shit offloads. We still missed tackles. Really ugly breakdown wins. Set piece. Yes, our line out operated really, really well and dominated theirs, but I know Italy have a notoriously shit one. I still it's didn't, Italy, man. I still didn't see us still rolling more. Our scrum got demolished. Foley had a horrendous game. What, why was he at 12? I'm okay with Tamua being 10, but why is Foley at 12? I don't know. And I'm okay with Foley being 10 and Tamua being 12. I, I, I was just, why was Foley at 12? I, I cannot... They must be. Understand the that. only thing is if they're if injuries happen between now and the World Cup, they're experimenting with combinations. Is the only explanation. I, I just cannot, for the life of me, work that one out. Full out of fullback, obviously, is his natural position. Um, but if you fancy DHP as your fullback, and Falau is going to be your winger, let him get some minutes up on the wing. Why move him back? Just put Banks in at fullback for the game. Mm. I think they are leaning towards fullback, aren't they? For Falau? No. I'd rather DHP back there. I, I, I don't understand, though. I can't understand the logic. You've picked DHP all season and had Falau on the wing. No, I know. Why for this one do you move Falau back? I think he's got to learn how to be a winger. I, I just I, I couldn't understand that. Why is Banks on the tour if he's not playing in these sorts of games? And then when old mate got injured, he didn't even come into the squad. I just can't quite grasp the logic of what's going on with the back line here. It's just all very, very strange. Two Dads was awesome to see him back, and, and he had a bit of composure, but I don't know why I saw him back. What, what, I don't understand why he's here. Like, he might have a lot to offer at training, but there's blokes... Like, why couldn't Banks get some minutes? I couldn't... I could understand. Mm. Yeah, big time. Um, Corabetti Naivalu? Naivalu could do the minutes better than fucking... Yeah, I, I can't... I don't understand. He's not going to be in our World Cup plans. I just... I just cannot... It's a tar, is it a tar crush? Tar crush? Could be a tar crush. Or it could ju- justify bringing him on the tour. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't work it out. I can't understand why you bring Banks and just never give him a fucking jersey. Is this his second tour too, isn't it? Yeah. Maddox? I, I just... I don't understand why these guys were just sitting and watching. Yeah. Not even in the in the uniform. Yeah, it's just really, really bizarre to me. I was happy to see Jake Gordon get a go, not because I think um, Phipps sucks, which I often say here, I think he's quite good, but I don't think he is a world-class nine, and Gordon might be. I don't think Gordon was great. Gordon was horrendous. He's a bit unfit. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. He's been running around the NRC. 
Yeah, it just looked a bit unfit getting to the breakdown and stuff like that. I our was whole ca- team, I looks, was our whole team looks out of shape. It's a two doesn't. Fucking Crevy, how good did he play? But it annoys me that he's playing really well and we're just winning off the back of him. It makes us not. It doesn't force us to be cohesive if one of our players is really, really good. Yeah, we play like individuals, and on that day, Tupo, Tupo's Cor- try. All the tries was just Karevi just ran through eight blokes, and we just ran off that advantage. Yeah, and like, yeah, it yeah, it wasn't like oh, seven or eight really good phases or a clever plan that we studied a weakness in their defensive mm, pattern mm. like Ireland clearly did against New Zealand. We played a shit team, and our and, fucking freak stood up. Yeah. Through no planned structures or anything. No, it's still fall, really it still fell apart at the seams all the, everywhere. Yeah. We still um, really struggling in that number six position. I mean, we're brutal to Hannigan here, but Simo's never done anything. Dempsey didn't do anything. Dempsey hasn't had any time this year either. Yeah. But um, um, Rodder and Coleman played better, line-out function. They did some stuff around the park. Mm. Um, front row played fairly poorly. It's just a bit, just, I don't know. I think the result, great, we'll take it. We need to fucking win. But I want to see progression or a plan. We aren't improving at all. We aren't. We're trying. We look more confused. And I just couldn't for the life of me work out what the point of the down the, we're, we're winning the line out. So our tactical kicking is to do like an average length kick in the middle of the field. What What was that? Why aren't we kicking for the line, or why aren't we putting a contestable catching one up? I don't know. I just I can't just work a chip it out. To them. Uh, and I don't understand why we stand so deep. It's way too fucking deep. Um, I just don't understand. David Pocock is fifty times better than any other player in our team, Karevi included. Um, Pocock's an absolute machine, but he's just playing like an individual. Yeah, he just gets his individual pilfers. Um, I, I just was really underwhelmed by our performance, confused by the selections. Um, happy we won, enjoyed a few of the tries, but just... And Ireland's making the blueprint for the new rules. It's easier to keep the ball because it's harder to pilfer now. So you can do 10, 11, 12 phases. Why aren't we playing flatter? Why aren't we playing with continuity? Why aren't we fitter? Why can't we catch? Maybe it wasn't apparent to them until now. Now that they've beaten New Zealand, we go. But we I, apparent I is apparent to me who fucking podcasts once a month in Australia. Well, it's easy to say that what we're doing is not working. We just keep trying it, though. We just keep trying. But it. I don't even know what it is. It's it's at second man she, plays. It's, at least when Checkers showed up, our plan was like fucking forwards run like savages. Palu Pokita just run like lunatics, and then we'll spread it wide as soon as we've made that ground up forward, and we never kick. That was that's out the window. That was that's out the window. Now it's well, forwards never run it. We'll just go side to side and just aimlessly kick it heaps. Mm. I, I I don't understand. And I like what is it? Someone said it's been fifteen months or something since we scored a try for rolling mall. Fifteen months since an international side scored a try for rolling mall, yet we kick for touch instead of taking the three nine times out of ten. Yeah, like who the fuck is doing the numbers? Well, who's the forwards coach? No firing, but yeah, well, Larkham's the backs coach. How much creativity are we seeing there? I like the set piece. I think our set piece moves don't don't lack. Yeah, and do you know what I really enjoyed in the Island game? Watching Sexton order people around and demand when he wanted the ball. 
how he wanted the ball or if he wanted a box kick. Mm. Like you could just watch him just pointing, yelling, controlling the game. I just for us it looks like oh fuck, pass it. Jesus, he's got it. Pass it again. Mm. I don't know. Oh shit, Karevi's through. She, uh, oh shit, offload. Mm. No, no one's there so, to clean out. No, no one's so. there. Oh fuck, we haven't gone forward here. Better kick it. Uh, maybe middle of the field. I just I'm I'm not getting what we're putting down, and I'm concerned against England next week. Fans are very unhappy. Yeah, yeah, and I think we are a conduit to that. And we've been today more than no, we've been very um down the line. We've haven't thrown any emotion into this podcast. No, we so, haven't like singled out he shit he shit because I think individually our players are pretty good. They're just not playing as a team. They're not playing as a unit. And do, do you see it on their faces, man? They look frustrated. They look frustrated. Yeah. They look a bit like, fuck. Like that Foley threw a horrendous pass to Falau, who was never in a position to catch that. Why is he throwing that fucking thing? Yeah, I can't work it out. And where's Foley's running game gone? When he runs forward, he looks very dangerous. Direction? He's, is it what he's being told? He's going sideways. He looks so confused at 12. I felt sorry for him. He's not a 12. No, not at all. He's a 10 who could probably play a bit of fullback if you needed him to. What's he playing 12 for? I don't understand. We're just not developing good 10s and 12s because Foley's been in the position for a number of years right now. Yeah. And there's no competition for the 10. But I'm all right with Tomoa having the competition. Just keep Beal at 12 then for the game. Or pick two centres. Push Karevi in one. Or just pick a, a 12. Pick Meeks. Pick a 12. Hmm. Pick an actual 12. Someone who's been playing 12 for a year. Yeah, yeah. Let's start picking two centres. That's why I like the idea of Tamua playing 12. Because he can. We know he can. Mm. But he gives you that option to still play the wide game as the second ball player. Is he going to at the Rebels? Well, you'd imagine. Because Quaid. Quaid's 10. Yeah. Unless Quaid's on the bench. Like I... Like, how much does that factor into it? That, like, Tamura's going to play 16, 18 games I think, at 10, I think at 12 Czech is year. picking Beal as our 12 at the World Cup. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, yep. I think Beal's a good player. How successful was he coming off the bench in the last World Cup? It was yeah. a great format. Yeah, and he's been a run-on ever since, and I don't think we've won a game ever since. Yeah, I don't know. We look lost. And the problem is we're talking about the backs here, but the forwards were smashed at scrum time. But every other game leading up to this was smashed at line-out time. We have a rolling mall that doesn't function. We have no ability to Our breakdown is just Pocock. There's no one else looks like they're going to win a pill forever. Latu when he plays. Um, Samu's been the... Un- what are you doing, man? There's certainly no forward runners. Like we use our props okay as runners. Our second row is run. Both want run completely upright. Every time they run, it's almost a maul because they get caught standing up. Our back row, none of them are ball carriers. They do a bit of work, but none of them are ball carriers. No. Um, I just can't. I can't see a direction here. I can't see the blueprint forward. I don't know what he's working at. Um, and that's what's so frustrating. And there's talent. I'm not saying there's not talent. I just think the whole fucking operation's a bit shit right now. And this is after a win, Jim. I know. I know. I was just thinking that. This is after a win. We better not But it was record. a Lucky heartless win. Italy have week. definitely regressed. Italy are not the team that no, they once were. Pus, mate. They're poo. They suck. No, they suck. Um, and we, we just couldn't stick it together. And But is it a question of when we play good teams that make us play better? There's an element of that, but we still lose those games. 
Who we're losing to England? There's no way we're beating England in Twickenham. And who are we playing after that? France. No, I think it's just England. That's the end of our tour. How many games is that? I think it's just three games we're playing this time. I think. Look, I could be wrong. Let me look it up. Um, We threw out for some questions. Should Pocock have been penalised for obstruction, Jim? I'm guessing that's on the Tupo try. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't think so, but I thought the pass was forward. Yeah, off the ground. Yeah, but, you know. Um, How far off the pace is Australia from Ireland and New Zealand? We covered Uh, that quite extensively. Fucking miles, but player for player, I don't think we're that far off. You think we are? Sexton, man. Yeah, no, he's very good. Stockdale. Uh, Corbetti's not bad. Was Foley at 12 the most ridiculous selection yet? Yep, hammered that. Uh, when you see Omani, then think Hannigan. Who are we kidding? Yes, of course. Uh, is Falau now a passenger? No, I'm not that critical of Falau. I am. I we disagree at this point. Yeah, I think he still made a bunch of line breaks. He's still the most scary guy with the ball in hand in our entire team. He just isn't as fast as he used to be. Someone, he, he, needs someone, he needs someone to get under him. As in, like, under fire him up a bit. He is a bit frustrated. If any more so than anyone else, he's incredibly frustrated. He needs some young bloke to come into the team, like Piato or something, and just make it his job to run off him for offloads and build up a little combo. Kind of like Beal and Falau used to have. Um, because he's always getting an arm free, but at the moment it feels like no one's on the same wavelength as him. So they always go to ground. Hmm. He needs a fucking Robbie O'Davis off Andrew John style. Like he needs a partnership with someone that he can trust will be there. At the moment, everything he throws goes, goes to ground, so it's neutralising half his game. And I think as he gets older, he's getting better in contact, but not as good in space. So therefore, the offload will become a more prevalent part of his game. And at the moment, he looks retarded doing it because there's, there's no one ever supporting. And if they are, they can't catch it. He's forcing his hand a bit, though. He's definitely forcing his hand. But I reckon if he had good players around him, It'd be different, a yeah. few of those go to hand, and then all of a sudden his confidence goes up, mm. and all of a sudden he's a freak again. Um, he's a confidence player. Yeah, he's a massive confidence player, and I think he he looks frustrated. Well, too. look at look at his trajectory from this point. He's going to play for the Tars. Fuck, that could be as grim as it has been in the past. Yeah, I mean they've got talent there, but they don't have a lot of depth. No. And if David Gibson's the coach again, you can but just just it's it. going to weigh on him, man. It's going to weigh on him. Just the same shit, and then he puts a gold jersey on. It's the same shit around him. And then the pressure comes off, and he just says something fucking bigoted on Twitter. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and the pressure's back on. But I, I'm a bit anti him. I think as a professional athlete, on the money you're on, you don't need. You should be firing the fuck up, and you should be helping more. He doesn't seem like a leader at all. Yeah, he's the senior player now who's seen fucking heaps and is the best in the team. He needs to adopt a leadership role. Stop fucking tweeting about God and help. Start, help, start doing some shit. Help your brothers in arms. Yeah. Um. All right. Talk of the town. Tanumanga stepped down as Blues coach. Had to happen. He had his. He had a crowd. Leon McDonald. Just. I don't know. I always got my doubts about ex players. I, mm. I think they get pushed up way too quick. But fucking Leon McDonald was a genius of a player. Yeah, well, how old is he now? He seems like a bit too young. That's how I feel. I feel like these um, ex-players are always pushed through a bit too quickly. Like they go overseas to a four-year stint with um, with a British team. Ulster. But he gets hired to a good team because of his reputation. Yeah, yeah. And then he comes over. And but I think it's the same with commentary. 
I think it's the same with coaching. I think it's the same with refereeing. We have this like, oh, you played, you must know. It yeah, it's too incestual. Yeah. It doesn't mean you know. Um, any other talk of the town? I haven't been in town in a while. No, I haven't been in town in a while either. It's a good time to be a rugby fan, though. It's like a mini little World Cup, this shit. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's, con- it's contested. Um, you want to project? Yeah, let's have a look at next week. See what's going on. What is going on? All right, so Italy are playing New Zealand. It's going to be embarrassing. And I tell you what, if the bear's been poked, saddle the fuck up, Italy. You are in trouble. Well, this is where New Zealand run a team you won't recognise. Is it? Or will they be hurting because they've lost? And they're going to put some hurt on Italy. I don't know. I'm going with my first one. I reckon it's be a changed up team. Yeah, but I think that's half their problem. Not McKenzie even. Nah, Moanga will play 10. Moanga will play 10. Bowden to 15. Try that out. Mm. Mm. Um, Scotland, Argentina. I'm That'd actually going to back. Sco- I'm back in Scotland here. Yeah, Argentina a bit all over the shop. Losing to France this weekend. Here you going? Only Argentina. England, Australia. We'll have to do a podcast after this one, mm. just for Richard. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the Aussie, the Wallaby fan in me reckons we got this, no worries. But the, the realist knows the last four times we've played them, we've lost. Um, knows that I haven't seen us this poor for a very long time. So I don't know how we win. I want us to win. I'll be going for us. I don't know how we win. Could be a scathing podcast next week. Like, I don't, I just can't see us not getting smashed at the line out. I can so see our scrum holding up. Let's look at our tour, right? Oh, no, we beat Italy. That goes that point. Um, Carry on. I, I just don't see where we win. The only place we win is if we get a couple of quick early individual tries. And then the scoreboard pressure's on them to not play their normal tactical kicking, take three game. Yeah. Like, unless we can somehow grab a 17-point lead through some Karevi or Falau Magic or Hala Petty or something, I, I don't know how we win. Mm. I really want us to. I'm going for us. I don't know what it looks like, us beating them. I don't know where we're better than them at the moment. Definitely not in the forwards, and they know that. Yeah, exactly. And it always fucking rains in England, so it'll probably be wet too. Well, South Africa? Fuck, that's a good game. That's a good game. Because I, I'd argue South Africa are, they're better than us, I think. Mm. Not, oh, yeah, not yeah. by a country mile, though. They're improving. They're um, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah there, there's a blueprint for them where I can't see there is for us. But I also think they're very, very inconsistent. And this is a good whale side. That'll be a fucking great game. I'm going to go the Bockies. I don't know if the Welsh have got two in them. Mm. Um, Ireland, USA, well, Ireland, obviously. And France, Fiji, I'm going to go France. For sure. Uh, any other yarns, Jim? No, that's about it from me, man. Um, season is drawing to a close, though, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? But I'll tell you what, it's all building into the biggest, bestest season. Next year will be big. Next year will be big, and we'll be back for next year. Yeah, I'm pumped for the Super Rugby next year. I'm pumped for the World Cup. I'm pumped for everything. I just reckon Australia needs a new coaching staff to get the public back on side. 100% change. Change inspires interest. Yeah. It's just, it's not, like, I know what I'm getting. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, hopefully we'll be back next week to talk about a Wallaby victory. Yep, see you boys. All right.